Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Do you ever look at something that you own that's from Amazon Basics, and when you look at it, you think, Maybe I'm the one, the one who is Amazon basic. <laughs> yes. It is, it is I who is Amazon basic. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly. For your business paper needs or Dundam if then the people purses paper people. Dundam if then the people purses paper people. Dundam Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and I just want to be friends, plus a little extra. And also, I love you, Sean Rohn. I'm Edwin Jane's Jane Doe. (laughs) And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. I heard a joke today. Oh, that's funny. Yes, it was. <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week we are talking about Dwight and Angela's relationship. Uh, then we'll follow up in the conference room for some quick questions. Uh, before we get into all that, Alex, do we have any housekeeping to start off with? Yeah, you know, you, you'll probably see in your feed this is episode 199. What comes next, guys? Dos Hundo. 99 and a half. Dos, dos Hundo. Um, <laughs> and to, uh, so we, we, you know, we've been talking, we want to do something, something kind of live ish. Um, probably not the, the live stream that we did last time. We just, the, our schedules, it's, it's really difficult for us to do that basically in the way that <laughs> the show is run now and how, how geographically spread out we are. Yeah. Um, you guys live in this weird time zone and you can't, we can't make we live it in work. This weird, obscure place, time zone. Anyway, but, uh, our Scott's tots through our discord channel, uh, we're going to be setting up a sort of a voice channel and we're going to be having sort of a live kind of call in show where we'll be able to patch our Scott's tots through, uh, talk with them kind of, kind of almost do a, patreon style episode that we do for our scott's tots uh but sort of do this one on our main feed to 
you know, celebrate ourselves. Isn't that what everyone wants to hear? Just us, uh, you know, shooting the shit, answering questions, having some fun. It's Aaron be a will Sunday. eat garbage for your entertainment. It's <laughs> going to be, we're going to be doing it coming up this, uh, this Sunday uh, in the morning. So maybe a mimosa for Sean, maybe a Bloody Mary for Sean. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. I'll announce uh, tune in to find out what a new, he's drinking. a new themed cocktail uh, that is probably a cocktail that you're very familiar with, with a new name. <laughs> but a, maybe a breakfast cocktail, who knows? Perhaps. In the morning. Anyway, to get all that information, join join our Discord if you want to join. Um, you will need to be a Scott's Tot member if you want to you know, be on the show. We're, we'll try and get to as many people as we can. It's just going to be however much we can do. Um, but yeah, so all that is to say, patreon.com slash michael scott become a tot become a supporting member of this show get yourself ad free episodes get yourself part of our donation to the thurgood marshall college fund get yourself bonus content get yourself exclusive mailbag <laughs> episodes every month and get yourself a future with the show and get yourself a sense of meaning in the scott's tot Ooh. program excellent nice. <sighs> i believe Jeez. that's all that i gotta good. say Thanks. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We're having fun there. Yeah, it's going to be really very fun. Um, That's all the housekeeping I have. Okay, sweet. Well, yeah, join us. Join us. Join Scott's Tots uh, before uh, before this Sunday. And uh, oh, can can I also say, too, just just so we're setting expectations. Yes, sir. We're going to have our 200th episode. I am going on my long awaited honeymoon the week after that episode. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to be like gone for a couple weeks. So we, we might take some, a little time off of the show, maybe a week, maybe two. Just want people to know that once we hit 200, we're not going away. We're not disappearing, but we might take a sh- very, very short spring break. Brief intermission. Brief. Thank you, Alex. All right. So let's get into it. Um, this episode today is about Dwight and Angela Edwin. Why are we talking about Dwight and Angela this week, finally? The Dwight and Angela relationship is one of the most meaningful in the whole show. It kind of carries throughout the large majority of the of the series, and it kind of runs in parallel in tandem with Jim and Pam. It's a complementary sort of story to the Jim and Pam dynamic, and I think Angela and Dwight, in many ways, it's kind of this weird opposite inverse um, to Jim and Pam, but it's also its own thing, and it just kind of comes from the true... Um, uniqueness or maybe weirdness of these two characters and how they come together <laughs> um, and how they fall apart and come back together. Um, and it's something that uh, I'm excited to dig into with you guys. Me too. This is, uh, <laughs> yes, the weirdness of this relationship. Um, yeah, if if uh, Jim and Pam is your classic romantic relationship, uh, Dwight and Angela are far from it. Um, <laughs> there's uh, some really interesting parts in this story. Um, thinking about the love contract, the love triangle, um, the, the mind games <laughs> that are played in seasons eight and nine. Jim and Pam are a will they, won't they sort of dynamic. And Angela and Dwight are more of a they are, but they're also being really weird about it. But <laughs> should very they? Secretive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a will they, should they? They mm-hmm. are. Oh, God, they are. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no, we yeah. can hear them. Mm-hmm. As as Pam says uh, early on, ew, 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 ew. ew, ew, ew. <laughs> it's like uh, she says, it's like... <laughs> they don't even need to make contact. <laughs> 
It's like a spider that you squish and you don't even know if you want to look, but you have to. Much like, yeah, and much like Pam's experience at Shroot Farms, you could you could look at their relationship and go, what century is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, also, Jim and Pam's relationship is is extremely PG. And uh, Dwight and Angela's is R, definitely X. getting close X-rated to X. at times. Yeah. <laughs> so, some um, of the visuals that they present are, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... The closest thing we get to a sex scene is from Dwight and Angela on this show. Definitely. <laughs> when Phyllis, see the feet. Uh, Phyllis walks in. Yeah. <laughs> Phyllis, by the way, Phyllis and Bob, another, oh, they are couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, yeah. they are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but we should... Where do you want to start? I mean, I think we should start with email surveillance in season two. Or okay. at the very least, we can say that the exact moment... Uh, or the exact beginning is is kind of unclear, I think. Um, right. Yeah. Prelog is that there was almost something brewing between uh, Dwight and Kelly before this uh, all comes about. They allude to it a little bit in Diversity Day, and then yeah. also in the in the Christmas party episode in season two. Um, yeah. But in email surveillance, that's the one where um, we have Jim's party, of course, and we you have Pam um, kind of realizing what's going on between them Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. camera crew helping her out. Um, So that's like the very beginning where we know as the audience and then Pam knows as well. Yeah. We see Dwight go to Angela and say, uh, you might want to delete any sensitive emails. And she's like, yes, I know. And, uh, and they're doing that kind of, it's not the full back to back conversations that they like to have in the break room and stuff but Mm -hmm. it is like you know he's kind of like looking over a paper and she's sort of you know doing something but anyways pam overhears all this and uh and catches on this is a hallmark of early dwight and angela is their their efforts to keep this very you know clandestine and then basically i think four separate people independently discovering that their relationship is happening with Jim and Pam and Phyllis and mm-hmm. Ryan um, <laughs> catches on to it with that look. Oh yeah. <laughs> he picks up on it too. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, yes, this is very much in line with Dwight's whole sort of just kind of general yearning to be a spy, to do some undercover work. Uh, Angela plays along, but for, Pretty much from from email surveillance all the way till Dunder Mifflin Infinity. That's kind of the tone. That's kind mm-hmm. of their their playbook. That's right. Yeah, Which is I, a season and a half. I wonder if uh, Kevin and Oscar know, and they're just being cool about it. There's Gil. I wonder if he knows. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> uh, you know what's funny is that Dwight and Angela go through these great lengths to protect their relationship in very full view of the cameras. Um, yes. Like I'm thinking, for example, in um, Phyllis's wedding, when uh, Angela tells Dwight to break left and he breaks right, and the camera is just watching them. So there, there's <laughs> there's kind of this funny sort of uh, dynamic where they, they the cameras are, are always there filming, um, but they go to great lengths to protect it from anyone else in the office. Is um, that when Dwight says, "You look as beautiful as the Queen of England"? Yeah. <laughs> um, Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sweet. I lost Your my. Th- one I lost third my- is beautiful and about half her height. <laughs> I, 
kind of yeah. lost my train of thought there, but that is sorry, sweet. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this but yeah. is, uh, uh, sorry, I just, uh, I'm kind of like quick, like the phases of their relationship. Like that's definitely the first phase is the, the secret mm -hmm. phase. You get the contractual phase and then you sort of get the actual romantic well, commitment phase right well you've if also break which is very brief <laughs> at yeah. the yeah. end which of season only, nine we only see at the very end yeah. but you, i mean you you also have the andy love triangle yes and um, of course and, and the and the affair and these things you have senator I mean, lipton you also have isabel like there's right. other other players enter the ring between their much in the same way jim and pam do but you um, know it's funny we were talking about this before we recorded but like the angela and dwight relationship like it ping pongs or zigzags so much and like you said there are so many other players there there are other players that come into it it's mm -hmm. it, angela and or excuse me, jim and pam are talking about it and they're like the timeline is fuzzy and it does feel that way sometimes it feels yes. like the timeline is a bit fuzzy when you think about everything that happens um in their relationship and jim and pam to a large extent i mean it, it, granted it's just kind of the nature of it with the the pam being engaged to roy is so much earlier in the show and then mm -hmm. basically Season four on, they're together. Granted, there's drama still, and there's a Kathy, but uh, it's it's not as uh, kind of insane as Dwight and Angela. Dwight and Angela have right. two different operations um, enacted by Dwight. Um, Operation Fallen Angel, number one. Operation <laughs> Phoenix, number two. So there are... <laughs> Like Jim and Pam have no operations in their uh, no. in their relationship, but Dwight and Angela are full of drama and intrigue and uh, and car chases. That's yeah. kind of the fact that we're even the fact that you know we are constantly talking about them in reference to Jim and Pam as a foil is very much it. It sort of shows how important this relationship is to the show because, as we've talked about through the first three seasons, the crux of this show is Jim and Pam is like you're sort of seeing what happens with them. And as we said, if, if you had to, you could stop the show at the end of season three and it would probably be, it would, it would be like, that's the complete arc, right? That's kind of exactly where the BBC office ends. Their show is where yeah. the season three ends. Right. So the show after this really needs to continue that element. It's such a, it's so integral to what the office is, is a simmering or like, a romance that is developing in this ordinary thing in this sort of bland office environment, right? This is, this is the Daisy growing in concrete. Um, and so they need something to continue this. And Dwight and Angela are such large, weird canvases to sort of create this relationship on that, that the writers clearly are depending on it. And they, that's why it goes through all of these phases because they don't want it to cash out too soon. Like literally, that's the end. The finale of this show yeah. is their wedding. Yeah, it's if, so important. If Jim and Pam are a daisy growing out of the pavement, then Dwight and Angela are a beet growing beneath it. <laughs> a beet growing in a cow turd. Yeah, yeah. While being uh, read, uh, you know, read to in, in German uh, <laughs> scripture. But you're um, right. The show I, the show needs that drama that that extra dynamic um, alongside Jim and Pam as they get married and have kids and things sure. like that. And, you know, Michael and Holly come along and Andy has his flings. And Moe's has his other ones, but <laughs> this <laughs> Moe's and the Scarecrow. But, you know, there's uh, this is this is the one that it, the show kind of always comes back to once Jim and Pam are in the, you know, marriage and, and kid having phase. The, 
Dwight and Angela's first real rocky moment comes um, in in Fun Run, season four, episode one, um, when Dwight kills uh, Angela's cat. At first, he tells her that um, he had, you know, that the cat died, unfortunately, and. And he and she's absolutely devastated and he cannot offer her any sympathy or empathy. Um, He just is like, I was raised on a farm. I don't care about animals that, you know, offer nothing and, you know, require a cat. A cat doesn't provide milk. It doesn't provide work. It doesn't provide value in a dowry. As a farmer, I know that when an animal is sick, sometimes the right thing to do is to put it out of its misery. Uh, I'm thinking of the. I'm thinking of now. He's talking. He was talking about Meredith when he's talking about that. Oh shit! <laughs> With the electricity we're using to keep Meredith alive, we can power a small fan for two days. Yeah, yeah. Like Clooney. That is in the same episode, oddly mm-hmm. enough. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh, Dwight's trying to pull the plug well, on. I everybody. mean, that's that's what it is. Is it's supposed yeah. to be about Sprinkles, but it's actually about Meredith, um, right? And and yes. Sprinkles was in a better place. Actually, that place is the freezer. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, in this in this moment, it's like you know maybe they're not good for each other. Maybe Dwight is a terrible, terrible boyfriend, <laughs> uh, which I would say he definitely is, but. Um, he is devastated um, by the thought of losing Angela, and uh, <laughs> um, well, and, I thinking... mean, he ex- he expects Angela to kind of be able to get over it, but she's not. I mean, she realizes. I mean, her cats are so important to her, and uh, she kind of can't take it. She can't get over it. I mean, when um, when they're doing the run, he says, "Are you feeling better?" And Angela says, "No." Um, the vet is removing all the sprinkles organs, sending them to the lab. Uh, you put her in my freezer. It was beautiful and gentle and respectful. I fed her antihistamines. <laughs> she gradually fell asleep. Well, she, then she barfed them up and tried to get out. Um, but then later, so dark. Uh, and, then, and then when that happens, uh, Dwight, like the people look at her, look at them when Angela <laughs> yeah. hits Dwight, and he yeah. goes, "It's okay, I'm robbing her." Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's his, <laughs> that's his way of playing it cool. Yeah, when she hits him, he goes, "Ow!" Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm robbing her. Yeah, I, I yeah, uh, I, I would say. I would say this is one element of growth that we never get to see. Does Dwight come to accept the cats and love the cats and and value them and respect them? You know, we never really get we never really get any hint of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Dwight or I don't know if Angela would would have really taken him if that if he hadn't you mm-hmm. know been open to to that growth. I would. You know, yeah, it's a two way street. So I think he needed to respect animals as companions rather than stock it'll all be goat it'll all be goat <laughs> um well anyways this so this of course leads to um their breakup for a while uh and um as angela is kind of trying to torture dwight she starts a relationship with andrew bernard uh which Seems mostly out of spite towards. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's, I mean, I, you know, Phyllis, Phyllis says it really well. Angela's not really a risk taker and Andy's not much of a risk. I, I, I definitely agree with that. But I think that, um, I think that An- Angela is such a spiteful person. And I do think that she is like, you know, finds Dwight irresistible somehow. And uh, I do feel like it's like, 70% of punishing Dwight is getting being with Aunt Andy. Yeah. I think Yeah, I mean saying yes to the proposal is such a weird part of that though. You know, like is she is she going to commit to the bit that much? I mean, I don't know. In that very moment, <laughs> she's just like looks at Dwight and, you know, is like, "Sure." <laughs> you know, it's like Yeah. I think it's all too, she said she's yes. like she's like I know this will hurt him bad. I think there's got to be a bit of both. I think that that because I th- I think that the way that Angela acts with Andy, obviously she's never all the way in, and she does go back right. to Dwight at a few different occasions. But um, she yeah. does continue. Andy shows Andy shows a lot of interest, makes a lot of big gestures, um, and they do like go on dates and things. Um, and like it, it is, it is funny to think that like. Where's Angela's mind most of the time during the relationship with Andy? You know, I'm just thinking, I mean, she, I mean, she treats Andy horribly. She, not just mm-hmm. that she like, you know, has an affair with Dwight the entire time. Um, but uh, I mean, you got to think about dinner party where she, she is just constantly like, God, like, you know, he gives <laughs> and a flower for my flower. What am, what am I, I supposed, supposed to do with this? this? <laughs> like, and then at the end, where they're eating the ice cream, and he gives her a kiss, and she just smashes the ice cream cone on the side. Of, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I think that that relationship. You are murdering yeah. the Nardos. <laughs> I'm just saying that the 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 whole reason for that relationship for Angela being with with Andy, I think, is is all about her still you know, having feelings for Dwight. So that's, that's yeah. my hot. I take. mean, I think, yeah, it's, it's probably a, a method of, I think she picked, she probably picked the guy in the office who Dwight respects the least. Right. Exactly. Right? And it's like, I'm going to win Dwight back through this guy. I mean, really, yeah. <laughs> really not, not cool. for Andy. <laughs> Really rough, <laughs> rough place for Andy to be, but I, you yeah. know, I, all that goes back to what you said initially, which is I, there's something irresistible about Dwight to Angela. And, and likewise, because I'll be honest, is my hot take. I still it doesn't this couple doesn't make sense. Never has to me. I don't mm-hmm. understand everything we know about Dwight. Angela does not seem like the type of, per, of of woman that he would be looking for. It'd be much more of the Isabel or perhaps the uh, I'm blanking on her Esther. Name. Esther. Bruno. Yeah. Esther. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. It just doesn't sort of track with his character, but hey, you man, know, it's love a show. Is, love is a crazy thing. Love is supposed to break all the rules. I guess so. <laughs> they don't just because Angela and Dwight don't fit in your cookie cutter world. Your you shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't uh, abandon them. I understand. I, I I get I get why, but you know, it's no, just I think you know Dwight's I, Dwight's Dwight's a Dwight's a logical biological man. He's just like this is these are the things I want in my offspring and. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I think that I think that you're right though that you you got a point that they come from different worlds that they that 
that Angela worships Jesus and Dwight worships agriculture or beets more specifically. <laughs> and, you know, and they're, they're kind of like different flavors of the same popsicle or something. It's they're just they they're both very strong headed and, you know, they're, they're no nonsense. And um, I, I, they, I think they both have very high tea. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, I, I know they have American saying, Gothic though. energy. You know the painting, the two of them. Yeah, yeah you know, Pitchfork just like that's those are their that's what they stand for. Um, you know, and and like I think in the early seasons before some of the characters, especially Angela, where she ends up in season nine, you know, as almost like you know, mascara running down her face, mm-hmm. you know, with the cats and a sort of all of this. You know, it sort of gets to a different place, but early on, that's so, that's such a hallmark of their thing is is these sort of old fashioned values. I guess, and now that I'm re- and I'm just realizing this now. I know you. T- we, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to take us all the way back, but you were like, "Does Dwight yeah. accept the cats? The county takes the cats." Oh, you're right. Well, she's got. Of course, she's going to get. She's got to re up on the cats, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, at that there's, farmhouse, there's, there's mm-hmm. going to be. It's going to get bad, actually. Oh, Angela it's going to get real bad. Hundred, a hundred cats running around. Shrewd Each farm. one better than the last. Each one better than the last. <laughs> um, look, I, I really uh, am excited to talk about uh, the love contract and baby Philip and the senator and uh, and the engagement. But let's take a quick break and then we'll meet back up. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and. What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So after Andy's proposal in uh, Goodbye, Toby, uh, we Phyllis catches Dwight and Angela uh, doing it in the office. In the act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I think, you, you know, know hold, now holds Hot this dog fingers. Now, of course, Sorry, holds shout this out to uh, everything everywhere all at once. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, of course, is holding this over Angela and things like that. But I mean, slowly. It is spreading through the office that everybody knows that Angela and Dwight are still hooking up despite this engagement, which is just so sad for Andy. Um, uh, I think it's even in all uh, of this running counter to what Angela presents as her moral core. Yes. Right. 
Like, yeah. as far as if someone who is that, you know, Christian, you'd think they'd respect the institution of marriage and promising yourself to someone. But she no, shall respect matter. the results of the duel. <laughs> she thinks that <laughs> yeah. she thinks that honor and loyalty are are, worthy, are noble traits, but sometimes she also thinks you just need to grow a pair. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Oops. <laughs> that was a drop I have labeled as as God is my witness, she shall bear your fruit, but I haven't trimmed it down yet. So it has the whole it's got the whole thing in it. Nice. Yeah. Um Hello. <laughs> they're best when they're one word. I like that. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Ah, to be in your shoes. If you are hearing this, you are a lucky woman. Michael is seduced. Uh, How is she going to feel when she comes in here and you're brushing your teeth with butter and clay? <laughs> in uh, Moroccan Christmas, of course, Phyllis spills the beans to everybody, um, which Andy misses by just a few seconds, mm-hmm. really. Just the sitar strings with. And... and uh, and of course, we go on to to this to their their venue hunting leads them to Shroot Farms, which is a turns out to be a pretty romantic mm-hmm. moment for Angela and Dwight. You're talking post proposal, but before the reveal. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when. Yeah, Dwight. This again. We're we're kind before of breezing Andy through. Knows. We're breezing through a lot of the the points just because there are so many plot points in this relationship. Um, but one of the, yeah, one of the big ones is Dwight kind of staging this fake wedding um, where he like knows that Angela, uh, that Angela still loves him. And he says the whole thing. I mean, Angela to her, to her credit, I mean, or to her, like on her side um, provides a very, very specific list of criteria that lines up exactly with Shrewd Farms, kind of like Jim writing the only copy of the garden party book. Um, but it ends up with them in, in the in Shrewd Farms with the Mennonite minister, um, with the string, um, the raised only minutes from here. He speaks only German. Uh, <laughs> I love that raised only minutes from here. Yeah, closed I society. Something about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love, by the way, when Andy finds Shrewd Farms on TripAdvisor, <laughs> and he does like a. Cha- I think he does a chair spin. Yeah. And pump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so. Hey, when he walks into the. And- uh, I know the owner. Mm-hmm. When he walks yeah, into the church. It, yes. And this is this is Angela just leading a horse to water. Yeah. Giving him giving him a, a you know Or leading a that, horse to horse poop. There yeah. you go. Darn. Uh, darn. <laughs> but it's <laughs> you know, she she gives him these requirements that can only lead to one place. So part of this is, you know, Angela is making her way back to Dwight. Again, through Andy's effort and love and why why is that in the kitchen? <laughs> I love so much that they give it to us only twice. Darn! <laughs> that like it doesn't. There's no rule of threes. There's no like third instance. It just goes like you just have to... once and then twice and that's it. Yeah. Yep. Uh. Yeah. The, uh, it's like there could have been an episode tag where like Andy gets into his car and there's just one right on his windshield or something. How? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but I, I mean, yeah, I guess. Oh yeah. No, oh, ahead. sorry. I was just gonna say, just like just like everything in Dwight and Angela's relationship, too. This is kind of some strange, you know, game that Dwight is playing. He's set up a real wedding. Um, this the the Mennonite uh, uh, pastor minister. or whoever minister is, minister is uh, is actually marrying them, and and Angela doesn't even realize this until after the fact. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I mean, she it's refuses. So funny that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because she's like, she's trying to engineer this thing where she gets married in Dwight's barn and it's everything right. she's ever wanted. Dwight, going from the other direction, is secretly plotting to actually marry them. Um, and then Angela doesn't want that. And, you know, and, there's Andy. Hey, oh, he's just kind of on the side. Yeah. Um, which he finds himself in a lot. I, uh, you know, I feel like it's it, Dwight is not being totally evil here. He's not trying to entrap uh, Angela. I feel like a little, he a little bit, a little, a little bit. bit. But also, I do think that he thinks that this is romantic and that well, okay. she is when she hears when she hears what has happened, she'll be like, whoa, cool. <laughs> Well, or he's okay. just trying to give her a card to hand to Andy of like, oh, I actually just married Dwight, so it's off. Like she's maybe he's like, here's a get out of jail free card for you. Mm. Okay, well here's one thing. Okay, two things yeah. that, that that makes me think of. Number one, this quote from Dwight: Wol- "Women are like wolves. If you want a wolf, you have to trap it, you have to snare it, then you have to tame it, keep it happy, care for it, feed it lovingly, the way an animal deserves to be loved. And my yeah. animal deserves a lot of loving." Um, that, that's from Valentine's Day in season two. Great and quote. Then, that's when he gives her his key. Yeah, and then so so you you said like is he's yeah there's an element of that the, of Dwight, but then also I think like this this moment well, I guess uh, well this moment reminds is reminiscent of him killing Sprinkles a little bit because he's taking everything into his own hands, and I think if there's one thing that it shows that Angela doesn't like that necessarily, um, like Angela is a, is a strong enough individual that like that's where some of their their fraying happens or their conflict sort of happens is when it seems like when Dwight. Um, does these things without telling her um, kind of like the opposite of Jim buying Pam a house. Um, it doesn't go over so well when Dwight just marries Angela without telling her there's something funny that, that uh, the other person wouldn't be that excited about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, who would have thought? Um, yeah. But I think maybe that speaks to some of their like relationship drama or, or one of the things that they have to sort of overcome together or, or consciously choose each other is that, that they do butt heads so much because they are such like strong individuals, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when, um, Dwight takes Ryan out for his, the, for the initiation, Angela says, he's not weird. He's individualistic. And Kelly says, no, he's a freak. So maybe, <laughs> maybe Angela and, uh, and Dwight are both too, uh, individualistic. I would certainly agree with that. Um, this, of course, uh, all culminates in the duel, this mm-hmm. uh, love triangle. Um, Angela says that she'll respect the results of the duel. Um, <laughs> and that and, this has happened before. <laughs> and that this has happened yeah. before. I, I'm, uh, I'm sure titillated. We, if we yeah. haven't done an episode on the duel, we will. We, we, have. we can go in depth on that another time. But <laughs> it's called it's we call it. We did the fight plus the duel. And we called it Dwight Club. Oh, that's right. Oh, that was smart. Yeah. Um <laughs> But I, I just, you know, <laughs> this is when this is actually the first time in the in the show when Dwight gives up on Angela. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, he killed her cat, but he never wanted to break up. And he has always been interested in having a relationship with Angela and, and you know, never gets around a, a full proposal, uh, despite secretly marrying, secretly marrying her. Um but uh, yeah, this finally ends with with Dwight giving up on on Angela and giving. And it comes her. from 
the the reveal that that Dwight or uh, Andy and Angela slept together, which is devastating to Dwight. Um, and that's sort of that's, that's sort right. of he what he's like. Wow, you cheated on me. Um, you know, because up to this, all he knew is that they were you know necking. Don't get me wrong, it's hot, yeah, yeah. but how do I get to third base? Oh, or D. first base. Um. Oh, so, D. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought the two of I thought you're uh, by the way, I thought at the top of the show that your introductions would be one of you would be monkey and the other one D. Anyway, <laughs> I thought about monkey. Mine was actually <laughs> going to be the same quote that Sean did and I had a backup prepared. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is this is something about Dwight, like where I wonder t- to answer my own, you know, skepticism of like, why would Ange- why would Dwight be into Angela is that like. Maybe it just comes down to sex because we know that at the start of the show, Dwight is asking Toby, you know, what does a female vagina look like? Right. Um, and then an email surveillance, you know, they're hooking up and is like, is this just Angela has taught Dwight everything about sex and he's just like, I'm all in on this woman. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> right. he decides to walk away from her only again after uh, she finds out that there's been sexual activity between mm. Andy and Angela, and then maybe that's just what it comes down to for him, you know? Hmm. He's all ravaged life. after a night of lovemaking. <laughs> all life is sex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there you go. Uh, Robert so I just wonder, that just might, again, going back to Dwight's sort of just basic instincts as a guy, like, me, I don't know, maybe he just puts a lot more stock in that than he should. For sure. Anyway, that's yeah. been my th- sex thoughts. <laughs> sex thoughts with Alex. I. <laughs> the fallacy is that it is up to the steamroller. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, this is, and then of course we get Dwight's. Maybe, maybe this is Dwight's sexual awakening because then he's he's hooking up with Isabel at you know Niagara's. Wedding at uh, the Niagara wedding and stuff. He like makes that. out with that uh, with the volleyball player or the yeah at a uh, yeah. in night out. Oh, that's he, right. He he picks up a whole volleyball team like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazons. Uh, but at some point here, we we get the the love contract, um, which the is child rearing contract, which mm-hmm. is born. Sim- merely out of Dwight being jealous of Jim and Pam's baby, I think is really the catalyst for this. Um, he's, he's like, I have a gaping hole in my life. Sometimes yeah. I wake up cradling a gourd. <laughs> and <laughs> cradling a gourd. Um, I think this is where we get the if you accept, say nothing uh, <laughs> exchange mm-hmm. <laughs> very well. Um, uh, well, here we can. Yeah, we can I don't know. I mean, yeah. the love contract is obviously very complicated. Isabel is in the middle of it at one point. Yes. Uh, with with the Dave and Buster's episode. Um, yeah, I mean, Dwight holds out that he is not in love with Angela for quite a long time, and then we get sort of Angela pining back for him. Um, in this whole thing. Um, well, don't forget in the chump, they use the mediator, yeah, uh, getting lawyers, and they each notarize each other. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's, it's just a wonderful scene of handing paperwork to the other person. Yeah, um, and, it, and and it, <laughs> I think and that's pretty erotic for them. Is like using their no, their notary stamps and you it know definitely hanging is. out the contract and 
it gets them like, oh, this is, this is, I love this. They, you know, you they have a lot contact. of respect for each other, and I think respect is uh, yeah. <laughs> turns them on yeah. somehow. Edwin found some of the language of the contract. Oh. What are some highlights there? Um, let's see. Okay. Um, here we go. I'm just kind of flipping through it now. There's a lot of things that are redacted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, if the child is breached, he must be turned around in the womb via mind power. Um, <laughs> Should the child have mutant powers, parties agree to send the child to a school that aids the child in harnessing his talents for good. <laughs> ah, okay. um, let's see. Oh, I know. I think that's the whole thing. That's, that's about it. <laughs> well, that's, else sorry. I'm trying to find like a page two, but like it's yeah. in this way back machine, so it takes a while to uh, uh. to pop up. Um, but it does say this agreement is made effective as of March 4th, 2010 between Dwight Kurt Schrute, father on the one hand and Angelo Noel Martin, mother on the other hand, in connection with the defining rights and responsibilities surrounding the conception and birth of their child, child is more fully set forth herein. Hmm. Oh, and then here's this term. The term of this agreement shall commence as of the effective date hereof and shall continue until the child becomes an adult at age 14, unless <laughs> earlier terminated or renewed by mutual agreement. So I would just like to suggest to you that uh, if that and if that if that agreement was made effective in March fourth, two thousand ten, that child would be less than a year away from becoming an adult. Ah, <laughs> he'd be on his own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Philip. Uh, little Jebediah, Jedediah, yeah. Honus, Worf. No Star Trek. <laughs> um, man, I'm. I'm honestly, I mean, I know that we said the timeline is fuzzy. I am rocky on on where, you know, I mean, we get the love contract, you know, eventually gets whittled down to a five time punch card or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and uh, Angela starts turning on the charm and is, you know, kind of sort of winning Dwight's attraction again. Uh, but then we just move into Angela dating the the senator. Um, oh, you know what? It's the Hay Place, of course. Is the, is the episode? I'm yeah, that's where about. they yeah. that's where they Angela meets the senator. And in the early parts of season seven, like in viewing party and in Andy's play, uh, they they allude to these these meetups, um, like where Angela like changes clothes at, uh, in Andy's play. And then um, one of my favorite scenes in the whole show is in viewing party when. Um, Angela wants Dwight to come down to the car. Yeah. And and uh instead Pam <laughs> makes them stay with the baby. And uh then Jim I require has to go. pizza and beer from Jim. <laughs> beer me, Jim. Crust first. Now you ever been beer. with a blonde before? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the, the big, big leagues. leagues. Yeah, yeah. Um, um <laughs> just you you married my greatest enemy. Really? I think we have kind of a charming back and forth. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but no, I just I love that 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 exchange, that scene. Um, I, between I, all four of them, Jim, Dwight, definitely Angela, the, yeah, and Pam. Yeah. <laughs> and then Pam going out to Angela. <laughs> it's just Dwight. Or it's just Pam, not Dwight. <laughs> yeah. Don't Have you been so Dwight. authorized? Yes. <laughs> She's very well. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I think after that, basically, there's kind of in a, maybe they are together again, quote unquote. But what happens is that Dwight does not respect Angela is kind of what happens in that wolf.com episode that Mm -hmm. he sort of is now just seeing himself as like, he's got his woman, he's got his, he's the Hey King, I guess. And he's not treating her with, you know, 
giving her love and attention. Mm-hmm. And once again, uh, Angela, almost in a in a maybe in a way to get back at Dwight, starts this relationship with the senator. Uh, it's almost like uh, when the senator comes along, and as opposed to Andy, like uh, first of all, I find it. <laughs> I thought it was amazing casting for Lipton because he kind of has the same shape as Dwight, like kind of <laughs> like his head and just body. He's the just broad very face similar. of a brewer. He's got the broad <laughs> face of a brewer, <laughs> um, but he actually broad has some. He's he has some. You know what? You know, I'd I'd be remiss to not just throw that. I don't see what's so ugly about him. He's got the broad face of a brewer. <laughs> I think he has this. Love it. You know. Oscar makes fun of the amount of power a state senator has, but like I think to Angela, that's this is a one more rung up the ladder from someone like Dwight of someone who actually has function in you know the governmental goings on and someone who you know like look at how much she's attracted to Dwight's power when he might become manager of this branch, right? Like it would make sense that she would go after someone like Senator Lipton, um, who 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 is able to sort of charm her. No, no, that was a joke. Um, should be called pay place. Uh, you know, and we, how often, how many times do we see Angela laugh over the course of the show? Not many. And one of them is with the Senator. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving me your money day. Right. <laughs> so, and, you know, has already has the son, um, you know, that the, the, the wife is passed away. No longer in the picture. I forget what he says. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too bad. But, you know, Angela sees her, her, her opportunity here, doorway in and, and takes it. Um, but I think she's sees a flashy thing that she wants and ignores her heart and goes with what seems to be an actually powerful person. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I think it, what the way the show ends, at least, Angela is saying basically that she has always just wanted Dwight to propose to her, which he never does. You know, even even though he, you know. Right. agrees to a love contract or, you know, mm-hmm. tries to secretly marry her or any of these things. So whereas Andy, that, Andy did like, you know, right. like another reason she maybe Andy went did. with Andy is like, hey, look, he actually stepped up and she sees the senator as a, you know, a person who like is, you know, showing her some attention, you know, laughs at her joke. And she's like, well, maybe this will give me what I want at least. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, I mean, I don't mean the shortcut to the end, but that is what happens in his sort of grand gesture at the end where he says with the megaphone, like I would raise a thousand of your kids by a thousand, a hundred of your children by a hundred lovers. Uh, if it meant that I got to be with you. Um, can you put the megaphone down? No, it expresses my, uh, how how loudly I I love you. I love you. Yeah. This Um, expresses how loudly I love you. (laughs) Um, but that kind of acts as his sort of proposal, I guess. Like, um, I mean, he, he does offer it another time, but Angela rejects that because she doesn't want to be pitied. Um, so that, like that is kind of how their relationship comes back together. This sort of grand gesture, this love me for me um, sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, and we also. This is a ring I, taken from the buttocks of my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> um, as uh, Angela's relationship with the senator, you know, goes along, Dwight and Angela are, are still hooking up, I, I guess. And mm-hmm. at one point, Angela is, you know, eventually Angela's pregnant and uh, you, the she has the baby and Dwight is certain that the baby is his, but turns out it's not. 
it is mm-hmm. indeed the senator's. That's, or at uh, least that's, it's not his baby. That's Operation Phoenix in Free Family Portrait Studio, where yes. um, Dwight takes the diaper and he's like trying to clip the baby's fingernails and stuff. Um, and then <laughs> they have the decoy car with Moe's. I, like, I don't know why in my head, but the, the moment where Angela's like, damn it, Moe's. And like she gets out of the car and like chases him down, like and Mo, it's just just like Dwight. It's Amazing. just funny to be reminded that Angela and Moe's have some kind of a relationship. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. we yes. don't get to see it very much, but there must be mornings where it's just the two of them in the kitchen and Dwight's out of the room. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Angela's woken up and Moe's has just been watching her standing over her bed. <laughs> Moe's, what Damn did I say Mose. about watching me while I sleep? <laughs> Sorry. Her hair looks like a doll's. <laughs> Do you like games and little puzzles? <laughs> no. Oh, Good. I brought a lot of those. <laughs> Shout out to our episode on Cousin Moe's. We talk about the origins of Cousin Moe's. Um, you got Moe's out here with his Beano stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh all right well should we should we wrap up their relationship here how much more do we got to go i i mean, I mean there are several beats i mean we have angela there are a lot of, kind beats. of getting angela yeah, <laughs> those are the money beats angela gets more than rejected you can count. Um, uh, or humiliated on tv where robert makes his declaration about his yes. wesley silver and creed says wesley silver's gay um <laughs> But then, you know, Angela kind of loses a lot of, um, she kind of loses everything. She's in this really, she's in this apartment um, with all of her cats and with Philip, and we see the interior. And I'm breezing very quickly, but, you know, and then, um, you know, Dwight is with Esther, and Angela's really at the end of a rope. She ends up having to stay with Oscar for a little while. She plays um, herself, pretty much. Yeah, she was looking for tents, and then, you know, Oscar takes her in, which is kind of this nice moment of them together. Um, Dwight doesn't pity her during the paper airplane contest. Like there's, there's just a lot of things that, that happen, um, within their relationship. And like, there are, it kind of ends with, um, in the finale. Right. And, and again, I'm I'm moving very quickly, but in the finale where she's kidnapped by Moe's and then, uh, (laughs) later they have the wedding at, uh, Trude Farms. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, 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 um, that, proposal on the side of the road that we get is i'll honestly i forget about it a lot i guess maybe it's you know i don't know it's just another proposal on the side of the road oddly enough in this (laughs) in this show um didn't say the weather was bad without the super (laughs) expensive gas station set built Mm -hmm. around them Um, just a megaphone and an old sheriff's light on top Rewatching that scene too, I was I realized just how cheesy the like um, that edit is of him like being outside the car. Like it's it's all kind of green screen together. Jim and Pam or Uh, Dwight, Dwight chasing the car. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think one other thing that kind of factors into this relationship is there there's sort of realization that they love each other. I mean, uh, when Angela in Living the Dream, she's crying and she tells the Oscar like, "I love him." Um, and she says, no, not the Senator Dwight. I love Dwight. Um, and then similarly, Dwight has a moment where he's talking to Jim about maybe proposing to Esther and he lists all these pros about why 
he should marry Esther. And then Jim is like, no, but he, and he says, but I, but I, the one thing I can't stop thinking about is Angela. And Jim says, you always loved Angela. So like, there's, mm-hmm. there's that thing where they kind of come back together. Um, and it just kind of brings them together in time for the finale and allows the show to close in like sort of this complete beautiful way. Um, yeah. for yeah. all the crazy, crazy craziness that goes into Dwight and Angela. Um, oh, and I mean, even our description of it has been all over the place up and down and, across seasons and Andy is there with a thing made ice and there's a poop diaper. Yeah. The the multiple times we see them just put post coitus. (laughs) Yeah. Are you warmed up? Angela, why is that always my responsibility? Yeah. I know. She's not going to get, she's not going to get on her back. (laughs) You You freak. freak. Yeah, it goes to. What have you done to, to yourself? There's legal implications. <laughs> there's courtrooms. There's notaries. There's a DNA lab that gets involved. Mm-hmm. There's multiple different suitors. Angela gets Angela by the senator, <laughs> you know, like used as a used as a piece for to get something else. You know, he was like, "I want political stability. I need to have a woman by my side." And she feels what she did to Andy in that moment, and then it all ends up in the finale of the show in one beautiful, blossoming. Beat stem, mm-hmm. beat flower. I don't know. Do beets? <laughs> do beets flower? Probably not. We did good in there, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, yeah. So I, I think maybe that will conclude conclude you know this this sort of discussion that we've had trying to trace the yeah. arc and find out, find some different beats in their in their storyline. What are some favorite Angela More and Dwight beats. moments? I was just about to say. I was I'm glad we're hitting this. Uh, I, I sort of mentioned Ryan's moment of discovery earlier, but that might be one of my favorite Dwight and Angela moments because it's both, they're doing my favorite thing, which is talking in code secretly with their backs to each other. But it, it's the conversation, which is, but I want, what if I want a cookie? Yeah. <laughs> it's what the whole I'm discussion. Of, yeah. <laughs> no cookie. No, I, I, just, think that's, I think that's what Ryan overhears, by the way. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's not, oh, that's, sorry, that's sorry. leads to the Ryan talking yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's back in, that's in uh, Michael's birthday, I think. Way back in season two. Mm. Yeah, they're just, I mean, there are so many good ones. Best of luck to you, Dwight. Thank you, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about how about the casino night? Uh, oh, the kiss yeah. and the slap. Mm-hmm. Then I, then you should roll an yeah. eight, right? And he mm-hmm. does kisses her again, very public. Yeah. That not at all trying to keep it hidden there in the moment, but the yeah. kiss slap and then the smile as Angela walks away. It's great. Um, yeah, the bobblehead yeah. that Angela has custom made for Dwight uh, is mm. is maybe one of the more romantic things that happens on the show. I also love. Um, that's true. I wish they had done more with Dwight's bobbleheads. They really. He's so it. delighted by it. I mean, it really he's is. just the the Did smile. Someone absolutely crushed it and gave me the best gift I've ever gotten. <laughs> I love too the, the little look of realization. He's like, "Oh, you will." <laughs> yeah, and then he looks up and like realizes he hasn't gotten anything. He doesn't have anything. Yeah. He's so smooth though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see you can see what um, she's what she's into. I love in Beach Day when again they conspire together. Another operation. Mm. Sabotage. sabotage what are you saying sandwich no i was saying that before now i'm saying sabotage <laughs> and they sabotage andy as he floats away in the lake angela look at what i'm doing and go tell somebody it <laughs> oh, man i i mean obviously we've talked about um 
you know, the 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 back to back conversations are are one of my favorite uh, things about them. Um, they're 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 little forms of communication. The phone call that they do with each other that just kind of pages, and that means to go down to the warehouse and bang it out. Mm-hmm. The single the signals, yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving the bobblehead um, to the other side of his nameplate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Angela, I mean, Angela, uh, going to. Uh, well, number one, to watch his speech mm. by pretending yeah. to be sick. Oh, You're that's never right. sick. And then also going to uh, Philadelphia for the convention. Yeah. And, Dwight and got Jeff. a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to tell, well, someone. Um, yeah, as, about, a, as a, Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, it's her. Yes. Uh, kind of a similar thing. Her, her, her pull in the trick of just wearing some dirty old gardening clothes mm-hmm. to get Dwight. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. Like, like seducing Dwight. Mm-hmm. Great move. Um, <laughs> there are a couple of, like sweet moments too. I mean, number one that comes to mind is um, when uh, the in the Target, and and Dwight's like he's a Dunder Mifflin man. Um, but the, she's outside and she's like, I feel so stupid. He sat right next to me. How could I not have known? And she's like, mm-hmm. he, Dwight says, You're not stupid. Jazz is stupid. Jazz is stupid. Jazz Just is play stupid. the right notes. Just... Um, and then Michael and Dwight's raid right on accounting when he just takes the pen out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For Angela. <laughs> um, but then also, you know, Pam's wedding or Phyllis's wedding. Um when he and Angela are dancing outside, just kind of by themselves. That's a really sweet moment. Yeah. It go I love the way that that episode goes from Pam and Roy like kind of sneaking out and they're dancing by themselves. Camera pans over, Dwight and Angela dancing by themselves. Pans over, there's Michael sitting on the bench. On the other side of that or the beginning of that um, wedding too. That's another one of my favorites. Is Dwight going to examine the tree where they they, they agree to separate on their way in? Oh yeah, <laughs> walk in together. And the way I just the way, the way Dwight just goes over to the tree limb. I love that. <laughs> Break left. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I think too, like when, um, in uh the not the coup, um, when Dwight is um when Dwight delivers the the tax forms to New York and he doesn't want to come clean about it. Yeah. I guess it's traveling salesman. Um and he says to Angela, we could stand up and declare our love in front of the whole world. Ryan and Kelly do it. I hate those people more than anything in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like they, there's that weird thing where they don't want to be public with their relationship. Which on some level I think you can appreciate as a workplace relationship you don't want to be you maybe don't want to be Super public the way that Jim and Pam don't want to be public, yeah. but These, Dwight yeah. and Angela go to great unnecessary lengths uh, to protect they, their They pride it themselves. Screws up their cookie cutter world. There you go. It, they pride themselves on on their professionalism, and they see themselves yeah. as better than everyone else in the office because everyone else in the office is not professional, and therefore they they cannot allow themselves to declare their office romance. Mm-hmm. It has to be official, and it has to be urine. I want him to have all the urine he needs. <laughs> not a great um, I think they're, they're uh, perfect sort of coming up on time here. If we want to, oh, for me, sorry, I'm saying I'm I'm coming up on on time here. Sure. Okay. I, the only thing I was going to say is that they're just they're perfect contrast and sounding boards for their sort of extremism, like the extremes yes. to which they, yes. the the seriousness which they take the world and the things that matter to them. Um, they are similarly extreme, and they can empathize, I think, with one another. Um, 
and uh, yeah, Dwight and Angela, just one of the more interesting, but like also such an important current of the show. Like it drives the show forward. It provides Huge. romantic drama when Jim and Pam maybe go a little bit quieter in the later seasons, or there's mm-hmm. a little less happening between them. Um, just absolutely fundamentals to the show. Um, and incredibly, and yeah, they're not going to be on any lists of like best TV couples ever. No, like, not never, at all. No. Yeah, no. But I would say they're among the most entertaining TV couples. Certainly. Yes. I, I am extremely grateful for for Dwight and Angela's relationship. It is it is a, a source of much comedy. It is you know where the other romances in the show maybe not don't provide that as much. Um, there are so many jokes that are born out of out of these two together, and uh, very grateful for that. We we brought up Michael like maybe once at all this entire episode. It just kind of goes to show like how much. How much they can lift on their own in this show, like it's, <laughs> well, and, it's great. And it's funny, like such a big part of their relationship is other characters moving in, and Michael isn't necessarily yeah. a part of that. Like my, Michael, uh, you know, like Michael thinks that Angela could, could be gay, but I can't think of other like moments where Michael interacts. But there are so many. Like for, I mean, the senator, of course, Andy, of course, Isabel, but even like Phyllis advising Dwight on like giving Angela an ultimatum. Um, all the times that Pam advises Angela, like all these other characters do play fundamental roles. Jim and Dwight together, the way that Jim like reaches out to Dwight when Dwight is crying in the staircase, um, the way that Jim advises Dwight um, at the end of the show where he's like, I think you love Angela and you always have like they 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 need other characters as well to kind of help bring them back into balance. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, there you have it. There you have it. <laughs> it's all on the table. It's White and Angela. Uh, fellas, do we have time for conference room, or is that about all we got today? Uh, yeah, we, we have we have like 10 minutes. We can go quickly, um, and I only have a few, and so we can think of some more uh, time permitting or time allowing. Okay. Um, but welcome that to another- That means conference room, five minutes. No, no, five seconds. Welcome uh, to another edition of Quick Questions, uh, where we take some uh, thoughts, questions inspired by the theme of this episode, and I pose them to Sean and Alex. Here's your first question. Dwight and Angela share two baby Ruths. What's your go-to snack in the middle of a workday? Hmm. In uh, in the film industry, we have craft service, and there are often certain things that are always around. Little bags of Welch's fruit snacks. Are always mm. around, mm. Um, uh, so uh, I so that, guess that. <laughs> all right, I'll go. I love uh, rice cakes with some hummus or peanut butter. Mm. Mm. That's nice. how it's, it's so funny because all right, he, like all right, Sean's yours is very clearly at work. Alex, I know you work at home fairly often, right? That's not, your <laughs> snack sounds like a work at home snack. Um, <laughs> the two that I have that come to mind for me, number one, there are always a lot of apples in our office. Like they will bring mm, in like oh. big things of apples and like the, where there are coffee machines in the kitchens. Mm-hmm. Um, so apples are a go-to, but then also um, coming back to Europe, I brought back a big bag of Haichu. So I always have a couple of Haichu Heck in my yeah. backpack. I love Heck nice yeah. Man. All right. Great question. Thank you. Um, next question. Dwight is, is D and Angela is monkey. Do you have nicknames for or from your partner? And if that's too personal, do you have a workplace nickname? <laughs> uh, uh, one of, well, how? Um, I if you, I can go first if you want, Sean. Uh, well, Ryan and I call each other Big Scoop and Little Scoop. There you go. <laughs> so amazing. 
<laughs> Are you big or little? Uh, I, I will never say. Okay. <laughs> I don't kiss and tell. I like I like to think that you could be either. Yeah. Depending it really on the really just day depends the on the situation. Sure. Yeah. I'd say Anna and I's most commonly used pet names are Boo Boo and Pumpkin Pie. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I will just yeah. say that my workplace nickname is Edwino that has followed me around for a couple of oh, years. Oh, yeah. Edwino. Edwino. Edwino uh, the Filipino. I, I got a, I, I've never had a nickname at work, um, but I did have a nickname when I played baseball in high school during tryouts when we were doing some running drills and one of the guys decided I ran like a penguin and everyone called me penguin and I thought it was cool. I didn't realize they were making fun of me the whole time. <laughs> I was just happy to have a nickname and feel included. That's sweet. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I changed my running form like it really got in my head <laughs> people used to laugh at my run because of my uh, the backs of my uh, ankles would kind of like kick my butt while I was running mm. you know and people thought that looked silly so and I never ran again <laughs> <laughs> not for office not uh, from uh-huh. not from an, uh, not from a monster in the night Never ever again. Yeah. Any more, Edwin? These are these uh, are fun. Here's here's one. Um, Operation Fallen Angel, Operation Phoenix. Talk, tell me about an operation in your life, um, like maybe a, a, a mission that you had to undertake. Oh, I have a good one for this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, back in my back in college days, right after graduation, um, my my buddy Leland and I, we had a bit of a Robin Hood complex where we were we really hated how expensive Market of Choice was. And um, we <laughs> we were just real dirtbags back then, and we decided we we went in there and we scouted out how we could do a cheese heist because we both love fancy cheeses, but it cost way too much and we had no money. <laughs> and we decided we wanted to heist a bunch of cheese out of Market of Choice and then give it to people around wow. town, um, <laughs> like all, like Robin Hood, and, and s- spread the cheese wealth. So mm-hmm. we devised a plan. We had matching reusable grocery bags, and we like map this thing out where we we realized the coffee counter was too close to the cash registers. And if someone filled up a bag with cheeses and went and ordered coffee, if someone else was leaving the checkout line, they could probably swap bags on their way out of the store, which is exactly what we did. So one of us filled up the cheese bags. I went and bought something for like a few bucks and went through the line and then stood in line and coffee behind Leland. And he dropped, he'd set his bag down. I set mine. They were matching. I picked up his cheese bag and left. He picked up the other one I just bought, and then he left two <laughs> minutes later. Wow. Operation Cheese Heist was a success. I like to Amazing. think that the barista at Market of Choice would have seen and just like didn't care. <laughs> like, those guys, those those guys, guys are stealing cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have some regrets. I, I don't steal. I don't feel great about wow. it, but it was so fun of the moment. Did you, have a, did you have a large grocery bag filled with like one small thing, and he had a large grocery bag full of cheese? So like no the other no 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 I think with the other one I think we bought I think we bought like some Kleenex and toilet paper or something because mm-hmm. we were about to go on a road trip and camping so like mm-hmm. we actually the, the <laughs> volume the volume was the same but the weight was not cheese and toilet paper road trip essentials <laughs> yeah you eat enough cheese you don't need the toilet paper I'll tell you that much oh god. <laughs> Uh, hold on, I'm just finish, finishing up a Facebook mes- message to the Eugene Police Department. 
Is this an operation? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is Operation I Cheese Operation him. Cheese Sting. <laughs> Fifteen years later. <laughs> Get them, boys. <laughs> Dude, we went down to the bus station afterwards and started handing out cheese to people. They were thrilled. <laughs> What's it like? That would be kind of a was weird thing for someone to just hand out. Yeah. It was It was like right afterwards. We were like, hey, man, you like cheese? Wow. They were like, yeah. Like, here's, a, wow. here's like a lavender smoked cheddar. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I rem- that reminds me a little bit of one time there was we had an engagement party for Sean and Ryan. Um mm-hmm. And there were a bunch of cupcakes and it was at the, I don't remember what the exact venue is, but it's next to that bar called beer in Portland. And so winery. There you go. And afterwards there are a bunch of leftover cupcakes and we went to beer and our friend, uh, Pete was, or Peter was like, Hey, can you help hand these out? Um, and I was like, sure. Cause they weren't eaten. So I went into the bar and I just gave people cupcakes and I remember <laughs> I was also wearing a suit. So I just was a guy in a suit who walked into a bar and offered a bunch of people cupcakes. And it was very funny to watch people like decide if they wanted one or not. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sean, do you have an operation? Oh, not, shoot. Okay. Uh, I, I hadn't thought of anything. I, 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 it feels like every single film project I ever do is Operation Get Through This. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, our whole house just gets turned into like a headquarters and, and uh, we just we just got done basically cleaning it. You up. have uh, <laughs> your own Operation Phoenix. We rise from the ashes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Edwin, do you have an operation? I have one quickly. Uh, the last couple times uh, I've been in L.A., so what, last week and then also over Christmas, um, I really wanted to get, you know, there are like certain things you can only get there versus not available here. And one of my favorite things is, or my favorite type of chips is these, like, um, I've only seen them at like Asian grocery stores, but I used to get them in K-Town. They're these, like, they're, they're sun chips, but they're like, uh, I think a Korean brand, and the flavor is garlic baguette. It's so good. Ooh. but. So each each of the last couple times I've been in LA, I've had to go find a bag of that chi- bag of those chips, bag secured. <laughs> yeah, it's like a hers we'll, chips oh, yeah. uh, situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll call it Operation uh, Garlic Baguette. Like it. All right, I gotta gotta roll here, boys. Let's uh, let's 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 wrap this thing up. Well, then I think that we can just wrap this thing up. If you'd like to give us a call. <laughs> Uh, dial us up 503-694-9314 another great way uh, to get a hold of us is by email mspodcastcompany at gmail.com we have a website michaelscottpod.com and we're on patreon.com slash michaelscott you can become a pot for five bucks a month Uh, of course if you can get on there quick uh, you might make it in time for our Sunday uh, episode 200 uh, live uh, recording. But um, uh, the also... link to our Discord is in the episode descriptions as well. If you just want to join, you can, you, you can be a part of our Discord without being Scott's oh, okay. member. Okay. So check that out. There'll be information on our 200th special there. Okay. Um, it, of course, we make a donation to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Very special thanks to our Patreon subscribers. Special thanks to Kayla and Brianna who run our Discord. Um, special thanks to Ryan Lloyd who does our artwork. I want to say a special thank you and shout out to Anthony who mailed us some office themed beer uh, from uh, let's see from what what's this uh, uh, from California. I, I, I'll have to look cool. at the brewery later, but nice. thank you very much, Anthony. Um, I'm excited to drink uh, open those up probably on episode 200. 
Um, so uh, this episode was recorded over video chat. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us, for supporting us, for rocking with us, um, just for allowing us to keep the show going after all this time. We're super, super excited to record episode Dos Hundo. I hope you're there to uh, participate if you can, but then also to check it out next week. Um, it's amazing to think that we've, we're getting to that point, um, and we wouldn't be there at all without the people who listen and enjoy our show and support us. So thank you as always. <laughs> um, so take care. Stay safe. See you next week. Pippity Poppy, give me the solid. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. Oh. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.